shit. It's your boy. Frank Diesel. A.K.A. Flaws Dog. A.K.A. Diesel Don. A.K.A. Dagarito Rating. A.K.A. Flossball Esquire. A.K.A. Diesel Flossington. A.K.A. Dougie Free Blood. A.K.A. Doug Free Zellian. Human Alien. Man. If you know, you know. And if you know that much, you know it's been a minute, man. Oh, man, it feel like so long. I think the last new podcast I put out, it was definitely in 2020. I think it was like the beginning of December. So right now, we're two and a half months, months into 2021. Boy, what a year. <laughs> what a year. It's only been two and a half months, man. We coming up on uh, Grammy. Grammy night just happened. Last night in my time. Whenever you hear this. Was it last night? What fucking day is it? I get my days confused up. So often. It was the other night. My boy Freddie Gibbs was nominated for rap album of the year he lost to Nas it's Nas first Grammy win crazy 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 kind of situation um you know Freddie Gibbs been putting in work consistently what 12 years strong Nas is an OG so it's like you can't be mad at Nas but man that Alfredo album was crazy Shout out to Freddie Gibbs. Shout out to Nas. Shout out to New York. Shout out to Gary and him. But, uh, you know, I'm just showing love to Gangsta Gibbs. If you know, you know. It's your boy Frank Diesel. At Flossdog. D-A-W-G. If you didn't know. A lot of people can't find me and shit. Because I spell dog in the country way. Fuck it then. It's D-A-W-G. Flossdog. One word. I am me. He is I and I am him. It's been a long time since we had a Fall Star Radio, man. You know, shout out to everybody who who listening and show love, man. Show show more love. You know what I mean? I challenge you right now. If you're listening right now, no matter when you listening, you go on your Instagram right now. You go to at Flawstar, one word, F-L-O-S-S-D-A-W-G, and you show me love. On any picture you want, it don't matter. You can follow me, you can not follow me, but just show me love, man. Show, show that you appreciate a young boy trying to do his thing, man, and doing it the one hundred percent way. This is not an act, ladies and gentlemen. This is just young Doug Rare, how I am. Ah, one hundred percent, man. When I'm not trying to be civil, you dig? And that's the best version of me, honestly. It's the best version of us all, man. When you when you ain't trying to be civil, man, and you 100% comfortable in your own skin, that'd be the best version of you. You know, society 
kind of tell us to put on a mask and a suit and a uniform or whatever to bend into certain uh, categories or whatever. And, you know, some people have a hard time compartmentalizing. You know what I'm saying? And that just becomes who they are. I had a really cool conversation with a homegirl of mine. Shout out to her. I don't know if she's too shy to get shot. Fuck it, she got a book out. Uh, at Tough Guy Tina. She was just, uh, she shared a poem with me talking about, uh, talking about uh, the differences between men and women, basically. And how men can compartmentalize better and women their thoughts and ideas and emotions kind of are a mixture of one so she said men are like waffles in shape I guess in their mind and women are like spaghetti in comparison and I thought about that I'm like yeah that's pretty true man because I've definitely had women in relationships get mad at me because I compartmentalize and separate things very clearly. I'm talking about a great wall of China borders between the different shit that I think and feel in my life to the point where from the outside looking in, you would, uh, you might think I'm a hypocrite, but it's like, when you see so many sides of the spectrum, you have to compartmentalize. It'll be nonsense to blend it all together, man. It just that I feel like that's being a hypocrite, trying to blend everything together. But when you see, when you can step outside of yourself, be objective as you can, and you know see the differences between things and not even only see the differences but see the similarities between things that should be different that on paper are different from the outside looking in are different you know what what can you say man how can you fault somebody for that but you know there's a difference between men and women that's a whole different podcast if you want me to go there, we can. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking for guests too, by the way, for Floss Dog Radio. I, it's been I, I wanna I want a fresh guest. I, I need a a fresh pair of ears. You know what I mean? A, a fresh clump of gray matter, aka a new brain. Ay ay ay. But for real though, man, if you if you're trying to be a guest on Floss Dog Radio, if you got something interesting to talk about, if you feel like I would have an interesting take on something you want to talk about, hit me up, man, at Floss Dog, one word, F-L-O-S-S-D-A-W-G on Instagram. Hit me up in a DM, hit me up on a comment, whatever. I, I'll get back at you, man, because that's what I do. I think that's what I'm here for, honestly, man. I think I'm here to be a reflection of of what's 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 not being reflected you know what I'm saying a lot of people really fuck with me because I I I give you things from a different perspective that you didn't think about before because you know I don't really uh I don't try to think any particular way but naturally I just don't think like everybody else 
So you're going to get a different perspective from me. So if you feel like you got something that, oh, man, that man Frost out here, I wonder what he would have to say about that. I could have an interesting conversation with Frost Dog about that. If anybody will know what I'm talking about, it's Floss Dog. Those kind of topics. You know what I'm saying? If you think you got something like that, hit me up, man. Let's do a show. I'm cool like that. You did. But, um, 2021. We are here. It's such a futuristic sounding year, and it'll never not sound futuristic until probably the 2030s or you know shoot maybe 2025 when the kids that were born in 2000 are like oh man we're in the early part of the century oh my god like I can't wait to party like it's 2099 (laughs) and then we'll be the old heads I was born in 1990 these kids in the 60s are going crazy. Oh, man. What a fucking time. Will we have fine cars by then? I think everybody... It's so crazy. Like, out of all of the shit that we got now... And that we've been had... Whenever we talk about the future... Whenever we think about the future... We automatically go flying cars. Where do we get that shit from? Is it the Jetsons? Is jet is, is the Jetsons the sole responsibility for our association between flying cars and the future? Because the Jetsons was before Back to the Future. So don't say it was Back to the Future. I already know what you said in your head. Out loud. When you listen, I know it. The first thing I'm thinking about is the Jetsons, though. What was before the Jetsons talking about flying cars? I'm trying to think, but, um, hey, because flying cars is different from flying saucers. And the Jetsons was not flying. It was like, it looked like flying saucers, but they was going to work. They weren't traveling to different planets and shit. So I feel like the, the vehicle is defined by the purpose in that case because um, if you're going back and forth to work and you park it in the garage that's a flying car that is not a flying saucer you haven't you haven't traveled you know what I'm saying you haven't that's just like uh, that's just like and when I say just like I mean it's probably not that much like that but that's just like saying uh, a freaking sailboat. A submarine is a sailboat. A submarine is not a sailboat. It's a submarine. It goes where sailboats can't. Can the jets and cars go to other planets? I don't know. I don't think so. If the, I mean, if they did, they didn't show it on episodes I saw shit but anyway is it the Jetsons why do we cause it's gonna be 2030 before you know it man it's gonna be 2050 before you know it and then it's gonna come back around and people gonna wanna party like it's 2099 when it gets to about 2088 2083 yo yo it's I 
my favorite decade, maybe, maybe the 80s. Just because, you know, not, I'm, I'm keeping it purely artistic here. I'm not talking about anything other than the positive things that took place in whatever era. But when it comes to that, my favorite might be the 80s, just because that shit will never be replicated again because they were dressing like it was 2099 and 1982 and 83 and 85 and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? You know, the the basically the funk era and the 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 I don't know how you the 80s pop era. It was very futuristic and ahead of its time. And the 90s, I don't think the 90s added to that or progressed on that. I, I feel like the 90s kind of brought it back down to earth, literally and figuratively. You know what I'm saying? You got a lot of callbacks to the 60s and the 70s and the 90s. You didn't get those callbacks really um, in popular music in the 80s. You got it in hip-hop because hip-hop was brand new. But everything else, you know, as far as pop music, was also brand new. You know what I'm it, it it was it was I don't know man the the I guess it built off a of disco the the pop the 80s pop I'm thinking about but it was very unique as far as the fashion the music the movies you know like the 80s were different the technology <laughs> you, you know it was a because it was on it, it was the beginning it was the it was the first prime of everything you know what I'm saying like everything became big and supersized in the 80s literally if I look up when was the uh, when was supersized introduced if it's the 80s then I know what I'm talking about but everything was just big man okay super size was introduced in 1992 they were they were about three years late if you ask me but whatever because everything was super size in the 80s man like the 80s was big man so many stars so many classic moments and movies and just just classic personified was the 80s so my point of <laughs> My point of ranting about the 1980s was to say do you think it's gonna what the fuck is the 2080s and the 2090s and the 2070s gonna look like man like I was just watching something recently and it was talking about how relatively young America is it was talking about the history of uh like ancient Rome and ancient Greece and they were like ancient Rome lasted 500 years and ancient Greece lasted 900 years and ancient Egypt lasted 3,000 years and America is just now coming up on 300 years and they were talking about how hard it is to maintain an empire so by what 20 
75, it'll be our tricentennial. So we are very far away from 300 years, actually. We're closer to 200 than 300 at this point. But like, especially, I, I don't know, man. It can't just be me that thinks that time in America, it's like it accelerates and stays the same at the same time. Because we, I can't think of new problems that America has. It's just like we have remixes to all the shit that's been going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess the only new thing is the internet and the attention that people want to get because of the internet. (laughs) Like, and, and it's like, at this point, man, especially the more time goes on and the more new generations we get, it's really like which came first. The the insecurity because of the internet or the internet. Which came first? Were people all were people always this insecure because before the internet? This, this is a big probably the main inspiration that I'm I'm even cranking up the old podcast mobile right now is because of that question yes it insecure was obviously here before the internet it reared it reared its head and in the same way it rears its head now it's just you know it's more entertaining now because of Instagram and TikTok and words like liberation and freedom, things like that. And if you don't know what I mean by that, I mean, you know, people (laughs) can, can express their insecurities in multiple ways and really not even have to you know, account for it or justify it or anything, you know, they can just do what they do. And they can just call it expressing themselves. You know what I'm saying? If they wanna if they wanna get a bunch of tattoos, they can do that. If they wanna I ain't even, I don't even know if I wanna Yo, when you talk about insecurities, man, you gotta be careful. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to start 2021 on a good note and get some more fans. I feel like if I go into insecurities right now, oh no, I'm going into insecurities. That's what the whole episode is about. I started, so dig, this is what my whole point was. People express their, or insecurity manifests itself in different ways. That's, anybody can agree with that. My point is that uh, one way that it's been manifesting itself for a very, very long time, actually, is catfishing. If you don't know, catfishing is when you uh, date somebody. Uh, Usually you meet online. And you have a, a 
one of the people in the interaction has a fake picture, a fake profile, usually a fake name. Um, they don't look like their picture. They have a different name. Um, they pretend to be somebody they're not, basically. That's what catfishing is. And uh, the phrase became popular because of a guy named Neve. I hope, hopefully, nobody ever names their kid Neve after this catfish guy Neve. It's a very disgusting way to shape your mouth to say a name. Don't name your children Neve. But anyway, Neve made a movie because he fell in love with a person that was pretending to be somebody else. And he he deemed it catfishing because catfish pretend to be other fish, I guess, before they uh, eat something to trick people, to trick their prey. So uh, that's what, that's where we get the term from. But anyway, you watch the TV, I watch the TV show. I can't speak for everybody, but when I watch the TV show, usually everything I watch, I watch from a, a psychologist lens. And when I watch the TV show, it, it I, I see a lot of insecurity. And it's just crazy. Now, I said the term catfish came from Neve, but it's been around. It's been happening long before Neve, long before MTV, long before the movie. Um, if I'm not mistaken, if I look in uh, my Negro encyclopedia, uh, the first instance of catfishing on film was the movie Friday. If you uh, are not familiar, Friday, one of my favorite movies ever. Uh, my man Chris Tucker, shout out to the A. His character, Smokey, was supposed to be getting uh, hooked up with uh, a homegirl of his homie's homegirl. Now, this homegirl, she said over the phone, people tell her she looked like Janet Jackson. Of course, the the guy, Smokey, believed her. Was super excited. Janet Jackson, universally attractive. If somebody say you look like Janet Jackson, you probably look pretty good. He's excited. Okay, we'll meet at, what, 745? Something like that. 645, 615. She pulls up. She does not look like Janet Jackson in any point in Janet Jackson's life um, and R.I.P. to the to the actress that played old girl I forget her name right now R.I.P. to her but she did not look like Janet Jackson at all uh, <laughs> in fact uh, Smokey says she looked like Freddie Jackson and I'll let you Google Freddie Jackson just for your personal entertainment. Um, but yeah, it says she looked like Freddie Jackson, man, and not Jaden Jackson. Um, she had on a wig. She took off her wig. Um, <laughs> he looked like Freddie. <laughs> like Freddie Jackson. 
Oh my God. It's stupid. <laughs> if you Google Freddie Jackson, okay, I gotta do a show. Oh, okay. Long story short, she didn't look like how he said how she said. And I feel like that's the first filmed. You know, I'm not a, a cinephile, quote unquote, as they say. That's the new hip word to say a motherfucker who like movies like basically everybody who fucking watch movies like movies. I guess the people who can remember names of movies is a cinephile. I don't fucking know. Anyway. I don't know what movie did it before, but my favorite movie did it, so that's the first instance of it. Catfishing. And you know, even before the show and after the movie, your boy, your neighborhood Flawstar, Frank D, a.k.a. Flawstar, Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I got catfished myself in high school, or I guess between eighth and ninth grade that summer. So I and it went into high school. I got catfished, y'all. I got catfished before, before social media. Um, I don't even know if I had a MySpace at the time. I don't think I did. I was super late. I'm super late to all the technology shit. Like, uh, I used to be super hip in the technology. You see how fucking... I'm an old soul. I was born in the wrong era. I still say hip. And you know what I'm saying? I just got a new computer. It's a touchscreen laptop. So, I'm in this bitch, like, dragging the instrumentals to the, to the studio software or whatever. I'm feeling like fucking... St- Tony Stark and Iron Man and shit. You know what I'm saying? This shit is futuristic as fuck to me. Like, I don't know when I stopped keeping up with technology, but I'm I'm there now. So I say shit like hip. It's fucking sue me. But anyway. <laughs> um, I w- I'm always late to technology. So I I definitely didn't even have a MySpace. So what? If I was between eighth and ninth grade, this had to be like uh, 2005 2005 So I'm going to tell the host I'm going to tell some of the story You know Scorpios we never tell the whole story You got to be careful with us man I'm sorry to spoil that for y'all Scorpios But we slick enough to pull the shit off So you'll forgive me But anyway So it's like the summer before ninth grade and uh, two of my cousins are over my house. And, like, they spending... Because summertime, shit, spend some over there, spend some over here. A couple days here, there, a couple weeks here, there. Pre-internet, this is what fucking kids did. They kicked it with their cousins and shit. <laughs> oh, what a time, right? So, anyway, all of us, like, around the same age... And this is still house phone era. Uh, I had a cell phone, but I was still using the house phone more than the cell phone because it was like that time. Like people didn't, they was, boy, kids will never know. It sounds so crazy to even say that like people still, people had cell phones, but still used the house phone more than the cell phones at this time. Crazy. Who, who knows what 2080 is going to be like, y'all? Keep this shit in mind. Anyway, so my cousin's over. We all around the same age. 
they talking to uh, their respective girls on the house phone, on my house phone. Though. Caller ID is a thing. So, you know, you see the number, you can't hide the number. They call, the number's there. You know what I'm saying? So, obviously, around this time especially, like I said, Scorpio season, we in the house, man. I was definitely in, like, uh, my big flirt phase around this time. So, of course, I would flirt with their girls or whatever. And uh, it's over the fucking house phone. Like, how far can you take it, right? Until one of the girls start calling me. Start calling independently of my cousin. And like, no, I don't want to talk to him. I want to talk to you. Dun, dun, dun. These are these are growing pains, ladies and gentlemen. This is like, uh, you know what I mean? Some some grunt some uh wonder years everybody hates chris type of vibes right here tell your children learn from the floss dog but anyway so you know she started calling independently of wanting to talk to my cousin and just wanting to talk to me so it's like you know me i've never like i said i was i was already in a super flirtation mood so i didn't care and i was also i also have a hard time saying no you know, I say yes very easily, way easier than I say no, if it's something that I don't really mind doing. Like, I'm not going to make up a reason to say no. I just say yeah before I say no. So I was like, okay, fuck it, yeah. You want to talk, let's talk. So that turned into, uh, <laughs> I think <laughs> I think my cousin found out and he got mad for a second, but he didn't really care. That should have been a warning, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> but um like I said I have a I don't I don't really say no too often so like whenever she calls if I have time I talk fuck it it's house phone era so um she started catching feelings I'm a hopeless romantic so like I always catch feelings uh <laughs> So, uh, so we end up like quote unquote dating these motherfuckers, these kids these days. <clears throat> Let me drink some wine. But the kids these days, man, they'll never know the spirit of staying up all night on the house phone. Whether you had a cordless or wrong cord, shout out to us, our generation. If you if you can relate, you are you us, you them. But they'll never be able to relate to the up on the house phone all night, cord, no cord, whatever. And then having the phone picked up on your ass. <laughs> you on the phone? Get the get the hell off the phone. Get your ass off the phone. <laughs> Motherfuckers don't know that. Motherfuckers don't know that feeling, man. Good old house phone days. But anyway, it turned into one of them situations. You know what I mean? Late night on the phone type shit. And this is all over the summer before school. So nobody's in school. So shit, we got the time to do it. Because my cousin, you know, my cousins didn't live over here. They eventually went home, but the girl kept calling. That's the iron. Uh, but my cousin, he found out that she was calling for me like before he, they even left. It really didn't take no time. That was weird. I should signs 
life lesson type shit. But anyway, you know, so it's the summer, so we got time to do this shit. Ain't nobody on the phone but me, whatever. Plenty of time, whatever. I'm just shit talking on the phone, listening to music, playing the game. Protocol. Dove flops. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so we got this on the phone kind of relationship. Um, this, this is pre-cars, too. Nobody old enough to drive. It's pre-Uber. Ain't nobody motherfucking getting no taxi to fucking go see nobody. Ain't nobody... Shit, I'm not willing to take no fucking bus. I'm I'm not that emotionally invested in the situation at that point. So I'm definitely not going out of my way to take no bus to make no trip. So shit, phone's cool with me at this point. I'm like, fuck it. I think, uh, actually, I had just got out of a... Man, I'm talking to... I ain't even gonna... I had just got out of a... A eighth grade relationship. We'll say that for another episode too. <laughs> what the fuck are relationships pre-adulthood, bro? Like honestly, man, what the fuck are they? Do the college ones even count? Do they, y'all? Is it a moment? I feel like every adult will be like, none of these relationships counted up until this age. And I feel like the age varies. But honestly, should they fucking count? Like, man, do they really mean something to y'all? Y'all can let me know at uh, at Flossdog on Instagram. F-L-O-S-S-D-A-W-G. Or, you know, if you're on Twitter, at Shady underscore Smalls with an S. Shady underscore Smalls on Twitter. Let me know, man. Do do relationships pre-adulthood count? Pre uh Yeah, pre-adulthood. Do they count? But anyway, this is me definitely pre-adulthood between eighth and ninth grade. So we got time to talk on the phone all summer, whatever. And I'm not pressuring, you know, to see. I'm cool with the phone call. This is the type of guy I am, man. Spoiler alert. I'm really a chill guy. I don't have a lot of demands. I'm super low maintenance. Treat me right, bro. I'll treat you right. No, I'm not bro. Women, treat me right, ladies. And I'm I'm easy to please. You know, you, you, you talk to me nice. I'll talk to you nice back. It's that simple. So this is what it was. School, uh, shit, I don't even fucking know. It had to be before school started. Because I had the time. So anyway, these weeks go by or whatever that we're talking on the phone. No cousin, just me and her. Uh, bro, this is, this is some shit. This is something, too, that I really want to look into. I want to look into, a. A psychic or a palm reader or something about this. And I'll go into it in a second. But um, so the summer goes by, these weeks go by. She writes me a letter. Not an email. Shit, I don't even think I had an email at this point. <laughs> like the times the era is so much different. But anyway, she wrote me a letter. Like a, a love letter, quote unquote. And like I, I've never seen her at this point, 
This is pre-camera phone. Pre-Skype. I'd never seen this girl. So she wrote me a letter. Because she, she, I think we, we talked about it. And I think I sent her a letter first, maybe. I may have sent her a letter first or in response. But we either way, we exchanged letters with pictures. This is not SM or oh, what, M? What the fuck is it? I don't know. This isn't the fucking text message. Multimedia message, MMS. This is not that. This is fucking... <laughs> printed out fucking instant pictures that we are sending in the fucking mail as fucking children. This is crazy that that shit even occurred. But what the fuck else was going to happen? Like, I'm pretty sure we weren't the only fucking kids in America mailing pictures, I guess. But this is fucking crazy that it was going on. Just me talking Just me saying it right now. But anyway, so we fucking mail letters. Uh, exchanging pictures so I see your picture I'm like oh shit fuck yeah oh man you fine of course I sent the fucking real picture cause I'm not a fucking scam artist the picture I'm, that I receive I'm satisfied with I don't fucking know no better I'm like why would you it's, it's not even crossing my fucking mind ladies and gentlemen that she would even send a fake picture and this is look man I'm gonna say this shit on record <clears throat> excuse me I'm going to say this shit on record. It is so important to consult with a group of peers. Maybe not parents. Maybe just peers. Just so you get a different variety of wavelengths of thoughts from people that have more similar circumstances and mindsets to you just to see what they think and bounce it off their brains because of course people older than you are going to tell you the exact right thing that's supposed to happen but you're not going to listen to them we never listen to them that's like the fucking that's what growing up is all about not listening to adults so you're not going to listen to adults but listen, or you're not going to listen to people older than you uh, you know what you're talking about. That was a different time. This shit repeats, y'all. It's just a fucking cycle. It's a, it's on cycle, y'all. You know what I'm saying? We got different dryer sheets. But it's the same fucking cycle, y'all. This shit happened over and over. And this is why we don't listen to adults. We're not supposed to. We're supposed to see what the fuck happens. But even though we are supposed to see what happens... It really, really helps to just get this shit bounced off of other people. Of course, if you have a good circle of friends, then what I'm saying is like, what the fuck are you talking about to you right now? But when you don't have a circle like that, it's important to hear shit like this because you're like, man, fuck it. I can do this shit by myself. I'll figure it out. But man, it just saves a lot of time from learning the hard way because a collective of people will end up giving you the right answer as opposed to just the shit that you thinking about because you're going to be biased regardless I did not want to believe that this girl would send me a fucking fake picture of through the fucking mail who would want to believe that that is involved in the situation but a, a good peer group 
would advise otherwise. But to be fair, because this is before I was a super loner, but this was just like, I feel like this wasn't nobody's business at the same time. I'm super private. So this is also when being a private person backfires. Yes, nosy ass people, public ass, spill your business in the streets ass people. This is your time to be like, ha ha to us private people. Because this is a time when being a private person kind of backfired. Because people would have probably fucking told me, yo, knock it off right now. And I would have saved so much shit. But then again, I would not have the topic of this podcast right now. So there you go. That's the universe, y'all. So anyway. So I'm talking uh, to this girl. We exchanged letters. I'm satisfied with the picture. I'm like, damn, yes. Like, this is it. Because, like, the phone conversations obviously were fucking lit. Otherwise, they would have stopped. I would have fucking found something else to do. So it's like, yeah, bro, these phone conversations are lit. And she fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm not a super big at the time. I'm not a fucking player. Like, I don't give a fuck. I just want... I'm cool with one chick. Like I said, I had just got out of a quote-unquote eighth-grade relationship. It's cool to have one girlfriend at a time at this time in my life. So I'm like, fuck yeah. Now. (sighs) This is still the summertime. Before school starts. I probably only tell maybe one of my homeboys about this girl. Maybe two. Maybe one. Definitely one. I'm calling her the Florida chick. Because she from Florida. And it was so weird. Uh, I I love that this is my podcast. Because I can go on whatever tangent I want. But this is so weird, bro. Some shit I learned that I never forgot. It's crazy. I always say it's crazy the shit that you always remember and the shit that you never forget. (laughs) And you can take that how you want to take it. But I'll never forget this. She was from Florida. She lived in Georgia. She recently moved to Georgia or something like that. But her accent was like a fucking New Orleans accent. And she was this obsessive ass Little Wayne fan. Uh, and this is like shit when Lil Wayne was on the fucking come up. This is like post Carter one. Uh right before Carter two. So this is like mixtape. Like just dedication to Wayne. Anyway, um you, you could tell I'm hip hop to the heart because I, I fucking time stamp shit by music. But anyway, she was this super huge Wayne fan. Um, and she so and it was weird to me because she had this New Orleans accent. She was this super huge Wayne fan, but she was from Florida. And the thing that really stuck out to me at the time it was that she instead of babe or baby, she used to say bay. And the only other time I heard bay was fucking Lil Wayne. So I thought that was a fucking New Orleans thing that she picked up from him. Fast forward, I told you this is like 05, 
05. This was definitely 05. Fast forward to fucking shit. 2017. I hear Kodak Black. Kodak Black is, I forget what part of Florida he from, but him and the girl got the same exact accent. They both say bae. I'm like, oh wow. It took me that much time to realize like I don't I still don't know to this day like why they share the same accent. But it's just super crazy cuz cuz when I first saw Kodak Black, I thought he was from fucking New Orleans. I turn around, he from Florida. I'm like, damn. That's crazy. And I'm from Atlanta, Decatur. Sometimes I hear accent when I talk Sometimes I don't. Most times I don't. Other people hear it, whatever. But I just thought that was just crazy. But anyway, back to that summer. I'm super excited because I got this picture. She fine. Cool. I'm, I'm satisfied with that. Like I said, this is pre-Uber. I didn't want to catch a bus. But she really wanted to see me. I'm like, yeah, shit, I'm down. Like, I'm not scared. Like, I know what I look like. I sent you my picture. If you send me your picture, it ain't nothing to be afraid of. Sign number two or three, if you keep in tally at this point. Because she's nervous. I'm like, uh, I don't know what the fuck you nervous for. But whatever. So, uh... What a sign of the fucking times. I guess she already had my address because she mailed me a fucking letter. And this had to be the very early stages of fucking MapQuest or whatever. Because, like I said, this is fucking Nokia phone days. So, any they, they found... she We set up a meeting date. Beautiful summer day, man. I love summers in Atlanta. <laughs> Beautiful summer day. We set up a meet. She gonna come to my house. Say what's up. I'm like, yeah, shit. I'm here. I'm kicking it. It's just me. Uh, I think me and my brother. Mom at work. It's a beautiful summer day. I'm just at the house. Shit, chilling. Shit. I'm about to go to ninth grade. I ain't doing shit but talking on the phone. Playing fucking... uh. PlayStation 2 or some shit. <laughs> Whatever was out. Come on. Um, so I think the day before she was saying like she was nervous or some shit. I don't know. But so she comes. I'm like shit, I'm I'm a little nervous because it's like a first meeting. It's like the first day of school type shit. So I want to make sure I look good. I'm fresh. Whatever. But uh, so uh, I think she called me on the cell phone and was like, I'm just pulling up. I'm like, okay, bet. I get to the door. Mind you, okay, let me tell you. <laughs> I think I threw the picture away because it's like, I don't fucking know this fucking person. If I do have a picture, it's somewhere in my archives. But the picture she sent me was like this uh fucking uh like light skin type chick you know slim long hair good pretty smile 
just a good looking fucking chick my age that's what the picture looked like that she sent me so that's what I'm expecting to see this light skinned chick with like brown hair type shit she was up for, it was a good picture I go to the door this dark skinned chick comes down the driveway I'm like okay if she faked her picture and it's this dark skinned chick that's cool cause this chick look good <laughs> I'm not tripping so uh, first thing come out of the dark skinned chick mouth is uh, hey hey I'm not such and such I'm gonna redact the names to protect the innocent I don't know cause these, gonna, these podcasts gonna be around forever and I don't know whoever gonna hear them but you know how the universe works. It'll it'll hand deliver it to whoever if I say their name. So I ain't gonna say nobody's name. But uh, the first thing out of the chick mouth was like, oh, no, 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 I'm not such and such. I just wanted to see if you was actually you. Because she nervous. She in the car. What is this, strike number three or four, y'all? Y'all keeping count? I'm like, okay... But I wish it was you, is what I'm saying in my head, because the chick was looking good. I think she like her was her sister or something. So she's like, I think she's like, hold on. I'm gonna tell you when to come to the car or some shit like that. She do that. Of course, y'all. Y'all remember when I was talking about Friday in the beginning? It was basically literally just like that. It was basically literally just like that. Because she did not look like Janet Jackson. She did not look like that 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 thin brown hair. Not even brown. It was like brown sugar colored hair. This picture was angelic, I tell you, y'all. It was a good picture. She looked nothing like that picture, y'all. She looked nothing like that picture, y'all. I'm not saying her name. But, um, shit, what did I say? This was like 05? 05. Shit. I probably weighed like 140. 145. She probably weighed about two. <laughs> it's not funny. The fuck it is my show. I can laugh if I want to. She probably weighed about two, close to two something. She was much bigger than me, y'all. She was much nothing like that picture she sent me, y'all. She was much nothing like she ever said that she told me she looked like y'all. What was I to do? I'm a nice guy. I'm a hopeless romantic. We have built this. We have built this uh, connection, y'all. If you old enough to remember love connections, y'all. This is over the house phone, y'all. This was late nights, y'all. This is weeks. I'm a Scorpio. We romantic, man. We fall hard. This chick sent me a fake picture, y'all through the mail who is this person I 
So, let me tell the story in order. So, look, man. I'm, I'm, I don't know what it is in me. It gotta be my spirit, man. It has to be the spirit that came in this body. Because it's nothing that I've learned and it's nothing that <laughs> I've seen. But, um, I was polite. I was I was overly polite. I didn't say nothing. I didn't make her feel bad. I didn't I didn't put her on the spot. You know what I'm saying? I treated her with love. I th- I'm telling y'all that. I treated her with love. And my head. Oh boy. If it, if you ever seen the movie Inside Out, like all my characters would just be flipping all around except the be kind one because everybody else was like what the fuck what the who the this bitch is the fucking fake picture this bitch is huge who the fuck is this bitch like every little thing in my head was going crazy except the polite one was like I guess the polite area in my brain or my heart, whichever one, is like Uncle Phil. Because he's just big and dominating and you just going to do what the fuck he say. And that part of my brain was like, all of y'all, behave yourself. You're going to treat this girl nice. And that's what I did, y'all. Frost out no love, treated that girl nice. All right, like I said, I ain't put her on the spot. I ain't called her out. We had a little conversation. She bounced up out. I could I didn't know what to do, y'all. Is that a successful catfish, y'all? When you knowingly don't be yourself, but the person still treats you right? Is that a successful catfish, y'all? Let me know at Floss Dog. F-L-O-S-S-D-A-W-G-R one word, man. IG. Shady underscore smalls on Twitter. But let me know, man. Did she win the catfish? Is it a winner in the catfish world, y'all? It's definitely losers. It's very easy to have losers if the person don't like you. If you're the catfish trying to fool somebody and the person don't like you and treat you bad and mean to you, you lose. They lose because they fell in love or fell in like with whoever they were communicating with that whole time. But if that person treats you nice, doesn't make you feel bad, the first meet, do, are you a winner? Do you feel like you win? Catfish? Because I feel like that person definitely lost. He, they didn't change their mind. They don't feel betrayed. I mean, they still feel betrayed. They still don't trust you. They're just being kind because that's what I was. For me personally, I still was betrayed. I still, uh, it was no trust. It was just like, I just, I'm just not, I can't be mean. I can't be mean to this, this girl. At the end of the day, this is a girl that felt like she had to be somebody else. To get attention from me. 
And that, that brings me back to uh, the Catfish show. Well, should I finish the story? Y'all want to know? I told y'all I was nice to her. So I think I saw her maybe one more time after that. Uh, and then I eventually stopped talking to her, but I don't remember why. I don't remember why we stopped talking, but I, of course, I, I didn't want to... Not of course. This is another thing we're going to get into. But we're going to get into that when it's time. But uh, I didn't want to keep talking to her because she lied. I didn't trust her. This is a whole fucking stranger. But I don't remember what was the scenario. Maybe she stopped talking to me or something. I think she actually broke up with me. <laughs> I think she actually broke up with me. Literally. And I had to pretend to be mad. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. That definitely is a Frank D thing. I will pretend to be mad when something go my way just so somebody else can feel like they doing exactly what they need to do because people feel like sometimes they got to do the opposite of of what you want them to do they'll just challenge you some people just want to challenge you but if you do exactly what you want if what they want you to do and they're actually doing what you want them to do then you have moments like I'm having right now where I'm just really fucking <laughs> ear to ear smiling because that shit was hilarious but yeah, man. <sighs> Fucking catfishing. That like I said, um that was the summer between uh <laughs> Yeah, that was like the summer early stages, the summer before and the early stages of ninth grade. And yeah, she broke up with me, uh, I think. And I had to pretend to be <laughs> I had to pretend to be angry. Oh man! Oh man! We got way more. Should I? Fuck it, man! I'ma just. I'ma leave the show like that, cause should I? I don't. I wanted to talk about. Let me talk about catfish a little more. I mean, y'all have all seen catfish, man. I just think it's crazy that I watched it on Hulu. And you can tell the really good episodes based on the the thumbnail, the screenshot of the episode of the face of the person. But no, man. Five Star Radio go deep, man. I'm going to go deep. We're going to go deep into this catfish on some psychology shit, bro. So we're going to take a quick break. And we're going to get into the psychology of this motherfucking catfish, man. Eastside Dog Floss. You already know. At Flossdog, D-A-W-G. It's all one word. On Instagram, Shady underscore Smalls with the S on Twitter. I want to hear from y'all, man. Because we going up this year, man. It's 2021. I want to hear from y'all, man. We about to build this Flossdog radio brand, man. But yeah, holla at me, man. We going to take a quick break, though. Flossdog radio. Yeah.
Oh man. It's your boy. Dove Floss. AKA Floss Dog. AKA Frank D. AKA D's done. It's so many. It's so many. Make sure you check out the music on all streaming services. Frank D, aka Floss Dog. You got the Willie B collection. Subject Herb Agreement. Gentle Flex. Agenda setting. Floss Dog had a little ground. The breakup take. More to come. But uh yeah, make sure you check that out, man. It's only one Floss Dog. Floss Dog. Com. Of course it's D-A-W-G From the south motherfucker At Floss Dog on Instagram I really want to hear This is the This is the test man This is the litmus test To see who really fucking with the Floss Dog bro. Because People say they fuck with you when you see them Cause you know some people feel like they have to do that. Some people say it and mean it. I want to know who mean it, man. If if this is coming across your ears right now in this moment, if I still got your attention, hit me up on Instagram, man. I'm going to select three random people that show love based on this podcast. Get a little merch from that flossdog.com, man. Something exclusive. You already know East Side. <laughs> but anyway, back to this catfish situation, man. So I thought about it over the break. And I remembered that Catfish is an MTV TV show. Therefore, to some degree, it is uh Staged, scripted, influenced, uh, uh, mm, what's another, uh, synonym for it? Uh, you know, uh, educated, selected. You know, they did it on purpose, basically, you know. And, and and what I'm saying is, not saying the situations don't have some element of truth to them. But, you know, they definitely picked the most extreme cases to be on TV, of course. So it's kind of hard to blanket every catfishing situation in real life based on the TV catfish standards just wouldn't be fair and you know I'm all about fairness man but I do say that to say there are crazy people in real life (laughs) Uh, I'm talking about Nacho I guess but anyway there are crazy people in real life and um there are crazy people on the show and sometimes truth is stranger than fiction um 
People don't like when you throw around that crazy word now. That we're in the that era. Not to dismiss mental health at all. But it's like, you know, this is this Foster Radio. We're just having a conversation at the party, y'all. That's all. I want to know what you think. It don't have to be one way. This isn't me, you know, preaching. This is just me, you know, speculating, man. Having a party. Having a conversation in the middle of the party, man. We having drinks. I hope you got a drink in your hand. You know, if you're at work, I hope it's a coffee. Maybe you prefer Red Bull. Monster. Are you at home? It can be... At home, it could be a glass of wine. Maybe a beer. You know. Oh, man. Maybe if it's the morning, a mimosa. Maybe champagne. Hey. Teach his own, man. Nerd is drunk backwards, by the way. You know. At the same time. If you just, you know, smoking and chilling and vibing. You might be playing 2K or something. You know what I mean? Just trying to vibe. Have a little chat with the homie. I'm the homie. That's me. I'm the homie. Anyway, back to this catfish situation. There are some, uh, you know, you can call them crazy. You can call them disillusioned. You know, I mean, when emotions get involved, are people really responsible for their actions? And, well, yeah, you can't, come on, man. Of course people are responsible for their actions. But, do emotions give you a pass? Because you definitely do uh, things outside of yourself based on... uh, based on emotions especially with you know a loved one and you know a lot of that comes from uh, you know at the end of the day them being a stranger how long does it take someone to not be a stranger anymore I don't have an estimation for that you know when do you stop learning something new about a person I mean us as human beings that every single thing we do on a day to day basis could we really write it all down and tell somebody this is who we are in any situation in every situation you know it's stuff that we haven't encountered yet. It's things they've encountered that we we haven't, and vice versa. It's things both of you haven't encountered and wouldn't know how you would react until that time. Based on that reaction, would that make you, you know, stop loving that person? Based on the action, based on the conversation, based on an opinion... Is the love, does that make the love conditional? If you could stop loving somebody just for 
this one reason? Is it ever just one reason for you to stop loving somebody? It's never just one reason to start loving somebody, right? On Catfish, it's never just a picture. They had... <laughs> they had... Uh, uh, an exotic dancer, 24 years old, fall for this other exotic dancer. Um, a guy. He said he had two kids. He was 27 years old. He lived in. Uh, he lived in. <laughs> what? He lived in Atlanta. And then he and then they was like, okay, we got about to come see you. He's like, nah, I actually live in somewhere else. And the old girl didn't have no red flags or whatever. She had only seen three pictures of this man in the course of a year. But they talk on the phone all the time. She says that he talks to her like a man should talk to a woman. And yes, they've been talking about marriage and she's ready to talk about that she's 24 years old what is she waiting for only three pictures now at this point if she's talking about marrying the guy it can't just be the pictures right is it i mean if they talking about marriage they were definitely throwing around love you know so is it only just one thing of course they met it wasn't him he wasn't 27 he was like 32 he didn't have two kids he had four kids he wasn't an anxiety dancer he wasn't in shape he didn't look anything like the picture of course it's it's fucking catfish it's on TV it's going to be extreme but these people were really talking it's, and it, it makes me wonder if these are the most extreme cases that make the cut for TV, then how many motherfuckers are doing this shit in real life? And you know, um, now mind you, going back to to me saying I'm late on stuff, I'm talking about catfish like it just came out. It didn't just come out, man. No, I just uh. I just been browsing around Hulu and trying to figure shit out and haven't watched Catfish in a long time. When it was out, I didn't really sit there and watch every episode. Like I saw some here and there, like a lot of the funny ones I happened to catch, but um, I wasn't heavy on it. And this is like really my first time just watching a bunch of episodes and asking these kind of questions, man. You know, Flossdar Radio. Lost our mindset in general. Always about the questions, man. And wonder. And trying to figure this human experience out. And and honestly, I never really uh, compared it to my situation I was talking about earlier. Um, in high school, when I got catfished. I never thought about it until, you know, I started thinking about doing this podcast. So that was like years ago. Um, 
but I didn't really see the parallels and ask those same questions, you know, that I'm thinking about now. That, you know, the MTV version of Catfish doesn't really delve into that often. Um, and that's like, really? What What is it? Like, like I said, it's never just one thing. It should, it's never just one thing. It's never just a picture that makes these people care enough to write MTV to want to meet this person that's been dodging them for sometimes months, most of the time, years. They said somebody was, like, talking for years since they were kids and they never saw each other. It's been 10 years. Of course, like I said, it's on TV. It's an extreme version. But... It is a real version out there. Like, I went through a semi-real version of that, like, pre-internet. That, I can't believe still, like, this motherfucker found a picture, not of them, to send me through the mail to say it's them. Now, 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 and that, that, that brings me to the, the point. Shit, what was it? And uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's really emotions involved, man. And it's like, which one weighs more, y'all? If we being, if we being politically correct, everybody fair, America, fairy tale, land, America, then we would say it shouldn't be about the looks. It should be about the feelings. It should be about how they make you feel. And you know, that's the number one comeback on the catfish when the catfish people get caught catfish people <laughs> is uh, you know only the picture was fake everything else was real everything else was real what is what you know what's that conversation man everything else was real Whenever y'all said y'all love each other, that was real. Whenever, um, whenever y'all said y'all love each other, it was real. Whenever y'all said y'all want a future together, it's real. You, you know, people on there saying, I want you to move where I live, move closer to me. You know, and hadn't even met the person, but it's like people willing to do that because of pure conversation. Uh, sometimes never even talked on the phone. So it's not the voice. It's not just the picture. Pictures don't talk back. In a fairytale world, it shouldn't matter what they look like. But none of the catfish people get together. I was polite. And, you know, even since then, you know, I don't know if they uh, still do new episodes of Catfish or not. But, um, you know, it's, it can easily be done right now with, with all the uh, apps, the dating apps. Like, you know, it's super easy. They're teaching you how to do it on Catfish. 
basically. They tell you how people look for it. You know, what, how people slip up. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, I guess maybe the only difference is the apps are like more immediate. But still, it's people out there, man. I don't, I don't like. Is it catfishing if you don't look like your pictures? If you send, if you show pictures from years ago that you don't look like, or you only show pictures of what you don't look like, am I saying this right? You only show the pictures. I don't know. You only show flattering pictures, man. You don't show what you look like on a day-to-day basis. The pictures that you post don't look like how you look on a day-to-day basis. Is that catfishing? Because there's so many things, man. Like, what counts? Is showing the picture of your when you weighed a different weight five years ago and only those pictures is that catfishing is only showing pictures of you with long hair when you haven't had long hair in years oh shit is only showing pictures of you with long hair when you haven't had long hair in years is that catfishing if you don't post the pictures of how you look now I guess that's the simplest way to put it is it catfishing if you <laughs> I'm I'm about to ask uh, in real time on my Facebook and by the time I finish talking we'll see if anybody responds but I'm gonna say like is it catfishing to post pictures of what you don't look like right now We'll see what the verdict is. But I don't know. Well, not I if you don't even really resemble what you look like right now, I feel like you're trying to this you're trying to catfish, man. Like, what else are you doing? Is it catfishing if you don't post pictures am I asking this to rival if you don't post pictures of what you look like now is it catfishing if you only post old pictures that's that's the best way to put it on dating apps is it catfishing if you only post old pics on dating apps post I think so cause that shit be super fucking misleading man I done uh 2021 been the year of uh fucking dates for the young dub floss I'm trying to find Mrs. Wright man she out there Mrs. Wright if you out there hit me up on Instagram shameless plug eyebrow raise at Floss Dog, D-A-W-G, of course. All one word. Hit me up, Mrs. Wright, if you think that's you. 
Don't fucking catfish me, man. <laughs> Don't fucking catfish me, man. But, um, uh, damn. Back to catfish and psychology and what these things talk about. They never ask, you know. Well, they do ask, like, why'd you do it? Kind of. But I we need they should have a they should have a follow-up show kind of counseling or something for the people who out there who watch catfish who actually catfish people you know different things to help them you know build confidence to not do that and uh, because like otherwise it's kind of just perpetuating the thing man you know how they say you know criminals get worse in prison because they learn from other criminals like you watching catfish if you out here catfishing people you like ooh that is a good idea like but it's like I would rather have a conversation about you know this relationship between quote unquote love and looks cause that's what the conversation is at the end of the day the people who catfish and try to post other people pictures uh they're not confident in their looks. They don't. And and this a guy, he uh he didn't even want to meet this girl. He never posted fake uh photos. But he he only allowed her like he basically selectively gave her permission to only view old pictures of him. Um because he had like issues with his weight. So he wasn't even posting other people, but he was refusing to meet her for like 10 years or something like that. Because, you know, he wasn't confident on how he looks. And like, fortunately, you know, he's like, he they caught up with him and he's working on, you know, losing weight and he's lost a lot of weight. And he's just working on being comfortable in his own skin. And that's what the really, I keep saying, this is what the point, this is what the point. But this is another point, though, man. Um, this show, it should kind of preach the message more of being comfortable in your own skin. Because they spend so much fucking time. I never noticed when I was younger watching this show. They spend so much dumbass fucking time in hotel rooms and showing them on the way to the airport and driving here and driving there. Number one, if y'all filming the show and MTV is paying you, like, why are y'all still driving y'all selves around? Like, not only driving yourselves, your two-man crew, you, the host, and the other guy, it's also the cameras that watch the cameras. And then at times, it's the cameras that watch the cameras and the person getting catfished. And at times, it's a bunch of other people in the car. And it's like the host is driving, like, why would you? I'm like, bro, what are we doing? Am I a host of a show and I got to drive? Like, is this fucking the taxi cab game show? I don't know the name of that show, but y'all know the show, the taxi cab game show. I wish, I don't think that's still come on. I don't know what the fuck comes on right now. But anyway, I wish they focused on that, man. Um, because I don't know why that girl catfish me for so long and then ended up I think she broke up with me like I said and I had to fake mad but it's like bro why do well no that's because that was after I fucking 
quote unquote, ex- not even quote unquote. That's after I accepted her and saw who the fuck she was in real life. That's when she fucking did the switch up. Ain't that some shit? This is why, man, you can't be nice, man. You can't be nice. And that actually, you know, brings up another point on this catfish show that I'm also wondering how much of this shit is real life? Or how many people do this in real life? The revenge episodes where it's like, I catfished you because you're a terrible person and I want to prove it that you're a bad person. And it's like, man... They spend weeks, they spend months, they spend years sometimes. (laughs) And then we'll admit, like, yeah, I actually, you know, it became a good friend. Like, it became real at some point. You know, it wasn't just about the revenge. Like, bro, what? why are you doing this? Like, it can't, I, I don't get it, man. And the thing is, like I said, it's like, how many people is this happening to in real life? MTV is just a very extremely small percentage of America and Americans and you know what I'm saying people who <laughs> it's a very small percentage man I wish uh, and it's very it's a very white show a very white show you can tell by the soundtrack they use a lot of uh, like Dawson's Creek type music I guess. Y'all know the song. Yeah, the Dawson's Creek. It's a lot of music like that in the background. And it's kind of very funny when they play that music. And it's like uh, some black people that, that would never listen to that music. And it just don't fit the scene at all. Like... It's hilarious, man. Like, not to mention the fucking rollover Texas. Oh, man, that shit is hilarious, bro. That shit. It's like very. Imagine being on the show that happening to you. And then, like, would you watch your episode if you were the one that got catfished and you found out that this person been lying to you for X amount of time? Would you watch your own episode of Catfish? Would that be a situation? That you invite the homies over, have a little watch party. When it's like <laughs> your text messages scrolling, your text messages scrolling across the stream. I, I, my life will never be the same without you, baby. Shit like that. You you are my world, <laughs> and the girl be fake. It'll be a revenge plot or some shit, <laughs> and they. They replaying your text messages over some fucking Dawson's Creek music. That shit ain't right. You would not invite the homies for that. I would not invite the homies for that. And you, uh, you know that they can't get paid. They don't get paid for that. Man, that is a real big risk. That is a very big risk. Um, <laughs> that's a very big risk, man being on that show especially if you were like very emotionally invested in that particular partner or whatever if you were super invested in that partner and now you gotta be on TV 
basically getting made a fool of. Because like I said, they never get with the catfish. They never get with the catfish. And it's very, very rare that it's actually the person. Super rare. Because it's like, if you think somebody is not real, that's like, I'm not even going to take it any further, man. Maybe that's some 2021 thinking, some some post-original catfish run thinking. Because it's like, man, it's... I don't got time to be playing no games. I'm going to meet you. And, oh, man, I can't. Oh, my phone camera broke. I can't take pictures. It's catfish season, man. It's about to get hot outside. Hey. I know. It's catfish season, man. It's about to get hot outside. People with Atlanta been out. Atlanta is exempt from my speculation because Atlanta going to do what it do regardless. But I don't know, man. What, what else did I want to say about catfish before I wrap this thing up, man? Is Have you ever been catfished? Have you ever catfished somebody? Let me know, man. At Flossdog. F-L-O-S-S-D-A-W-G. Like I said, man, I'm going to bless a couple people, man, with some merchandise from FlossDog.com, the dopest website out there. But um, I don't know, man. Oh, that's this is something else I wanted to say because this actually kind of pissed me off. So look, man, it was, it was one, one particular episode. There was one particular episode where this is actually the last episode I watched where they did like a a reverse catfish because this this girl emailed them and was like, oh, somebody's pretending to be me. It's a lot of people pretending to be me and it's ruining my life. I just want to catch one and tell them that it's ruining my life so it can stop so I can feel a sense of my life back or something. So they're like, okay, yeah, we're glad to help you. Of course they're glad to help you. It's a fucking TV show. This this, this is actually the episode, because I was really going to put a lot of, you know, philosophical, psychological thought into it. But then I thought, with this episode, I'm like, oh, no, this uh, this is MTV. This is staged, influenced, you know, manipulated and very out of the ordinary um so i wasn't really uh i kind of kind of turned the dial back a little bit but anyway so somebody pretend to be her they're gonna help her long story short uh they ended up finding the girl through somebody that the identity theft the identity thief was talking to for a number of years, pretending to be this girl that want her identity back. Okay, you with me? <laughs> uh, so the girl's Nicole. The real girl is Nicole. The fake girl, let's call her fake girl, she's dating Ryan, or they've been talking for like maybe over almost 10 years or something like that, Ryan. And he's like, yeah, like, you know, we have a relationship, kind of. Like, we just started back talking because you fell off for a minute. 
And so basically they're using him to get to the real person. So they they take the real Nicole, the real Nicole. They take her to meet Ryan. At first they got to tell Ryan, yo, bro, I know how you feel about this girl, but this is not who you've been talking to. So act accordingly. So they kind of got to break his heart first off. And then they're like, okay, you can meet her and help her find this girl, the real one. Mind you, everybody involved up to this point is white, Caucasian. So they text fake girl and they're like, we know you're not Nicole. Let's meet up and like get this over with, you know, from Ryan's phone or whatever. Um, So she's like, okay. So they go to a park. <laughs> they go they go to a park. They're, she's like, okay, meet me at this park. They go to the park. She comes from the distance. This is when I was like, okay, yeah, this is MTV. I gotta take this shit with a grain of salt. Cause from the distance, it's like a silhouette. And the real Nicole. The real Nicole is like, oh my God. I can't believe it. And like Neve, the host is like, oh, you know who that is? She's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and also the guy Ryan knows her too. So I'm like, okay. Mind you, they're in Cleveland now. Real Nicole is from Utah. So they didn't grow up together or nothing like that, but yet they know each other. So it ends up fake girl friend requested real Nicole just so she can like steal more of her pictures so she could talk to Ryan because her parents wouldn't let her talk to Ryan at the time because they didn't allow her to have boyfriends and she just picked it back up later in life. Fake girl is a black girl. She's the only black person involved in this scenario. So, I do not like the visuals of Neve and his co-hosts and Ryan and Real Nicole in a setting where it's just this one black girl and she's the quote-unquote bad guy because she lied to Ryan and she stole Nicole's identity, basically. But it's like... I don't like how it's four white people ganging up on this black woman. Because that's what I see. Like, if I put it on mute, I see four white people ganging up on a black lady. And I'm like, bruh. And they really were ganging up on her. Like, real Nicole was like, basically, I don't care like how you feel because you ruined my life. And, da, da, da. and then fucking bitch-ass Ryan, who obviously have a crush on real Nicole because that's who the pictures he's been seeing for the past few years is he's like yeah I understand how you feel but it's not about you like bitch who fucking asked you like shut the fuck up like that's and then and then on top of that the host is like do you know that how it makes her feel and it was just a real gang up and I'm like yo when I see four white people and one black person in a room I don't like those vibes it at least takes two of us 
two of us to a ratio of, of four white people, you know, to, to keep us out of awkward situations, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you've seen Black Panther, that scene in the uh, casino when, you know, Black Panther was whooping ass with the ladies and shit, it, it's like that when it's two of us in a room with four white people, the two to four ratio. Because, like, you know, whether we friends or not, if it's just us and one thing get uttered that's out of place, you know, we turn back to back and we get our, you know, Jackie Chan, Chris Tucker fight on, you know what I'm saying? And, and fight off the bullshit. I've been in plenty of situations, especially, you know, living abroad, being one of the few black people around in any given room at any given time, you know, it's definitely been situations where it's like, you know, you gotta, you know, set aside differences, you know, lock eyes, get back to back and goddamn fend off that subtle racism or overt racism. You know, it takes two of us, man. Shout out to my homie Christina. She know what I'm talking about. If she, if she listening, we had a situation uh, shout out to Ian too Charlie Marcus man So many situations bro Where it's just you know We the only two black people around We peep vibes different Shout out to Steph and Tuck G We peep vibes <laughs> We peep vibes different And it's like you know We gotta react a different kind of way You know we gotta hold each other down right now You know we was in China obviously If you've been listening to Flawstar Radio By now you know that I lived in China for some years This is Nacho Wine and being a baby Anyway, you know, it, t- it takes two of us sometimes, man, back to back to kind of kung fu this racism the fuck out of there. And I, so, like I said, I didn't like that visual. So, you know, Joe Biden, Vice President Harris, you know, make it a fucking ordinance or something that, you know, for every, for every group of for every group where it's multiracial it should be it should never be more than four white people in the room with one black person because you know shit can get out of line and you know if you black you know if you white you might not understand that statement man but um it's real or if you're non-black or if you're non-ethnic what the fuck is non-ethnic? Not just what the fuck is non-ethnic? Either you're what ethnic you have you're not white. So non-ethnic is just you're just a fucking what? Uh, what? <laughs> a unflavored? What the fuck? I don't know. Sugar cookie. Nah, sugar cookies got flavor. So what are you if you're non-ethnic? You're like that uh, that brown clay that you use in art class. Not the fun-ass Play-Doh that's all neon pink and glow-in-the-dark green and orange and shit. The, the, the art class clay is brown and it comes in squares and it's not fun looking at all. That's what non-ethnic is. I don't know. This is Flostar Radio, man. We out here, man. I, I really hope everybody been having a fantastic 2021 so far. 
Oh, man, we going to get back to this podcast thing. I really, I only talked about a very small percentage of what I planned on. But that just means more episode to come, man. If you're interested in being a guest, if you got something interesting to talk about, if you think I can have a dope conversation with you, hit me up on Instagram at FlossDog, F-L-O-S-S-D-A-W-G. Or if you know somebody, tell them to hit me up, man. I'm always looking for fun guests, you know, to chop it up, have a dope conversation. We don't have to get along, you know what I'm saying? It's all about, like I said, wondering and asking these questions and and talking about things you don't talk about, man, you know what I'm saying, in a cool, chill environment with your beer in your hand, with your wine glasses in your hand, you know what I'm saying, with that joint, with that blunt, with that bong. It's Flossdog Radio. Don't forget to check out Flossdog.com. Frank D, a.k.a. Flossdog, on all streaming platforms. Shout out to Nacho. Shout out to, like I said, all my um, <laughs> all my ethnic homies that I kicked it with in China. Tuck G, Ian, Christina. Um, Charlie Marcus um, Whole gang y'all man um, It's Fox Star Radio man We out here though Shoot Stay tuned man Nah don't stay tuned It's the end of the episode We out